Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. The Veterans Affairs Department has launched its Rapid Appeals Modernization Program, RAMP, which it hopes will lead to a more efficient claims review process. The program is voluntary, but the VA expects to receive a review of initial claims decisions faster than the legacy appeals process. Under RAMP, a reviewer can overturn previous decisions based on a difference of opinion or return it for correction. Participants may also submit new evidence and may receive VA's assistance in support of their claim. Military families are feeling isolated in their communities and that feeling is increasing. That finding is one of the new revelations to come out of the Blue Star Family's annual military lifestyle survey. The survey is due to be released on November 15th. Federal News Radio received an advanced copy. This year, the annual survey focused on women in the military and the cost of service on families. The Army and Navy said on Thursday that the teams they've been assigned to build as part of the U.S. Cyber Command's Cyber Mission Force have achieved full operational capability. The certifications came a full year ahead of schedule. Cybercom wants the military services to contribute a total of 133 offensive and defensive teams by the end of next September. The certification means the Army and Navy teams are fully staffed and that all of the team members have met their training requirements. Congress may soon move on legislation that would help agencies make better data-driven decisions about their organization's programs. Representative Blake Farenthal says his Foundations of Evidence-Based Policymaking Act will likely move through the House quickly thanks to Speaker Paul Ryan's interest in the topic. The legislation would authorize agencies to create a new position, a chief evaluation officer, who would assess the quality and effectiveness of all activities involving evaluation within an agency. FEMA officials work toward greater operational resiliency. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The agency is assessing its response to five major flood and fire disasters that occurred within eight weeks. Associate Administrator Dave Grant says drug shortages forced the agency to seek foreign distributors to fill the U.S. supply chain. FEMA initially brought satellite phones to Puerto Rico that only worked in the continental U.S., so it teamed with DOD to obtain Iridium phones. Grant says FEMA needs more fungible sources during emergencies. I'm Tom Temin. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee cleared the way for expanding the probationary period for new federal employees from one year to two years. The Ensuring a Qualified Civil Service Act now goes to the House floor for debate. Proponents say longer probationary periods would give supervisors a better picture of the performance of new employees. Opponents of the bill say two years is too long for employees to go without full due process rights. The General Services Administration is trying to revive the concept of performance-based contracting. GSA's new online how-to guide is geared toward the greater acquisition community and breaks down performance-based service acquisition into eight steps. The website provides templates, examples, and other resources to make performance-based acquisition more collaborative and team-focused. The award for mobile devices for the 2020 census has stalled. The Census Bureau may have to start over in acquiring mobile devices for the 2020 population count. The Government Accountability Office rules that the Bureau's award to CDWG for mobile device solutions was flawed. AT&T protested the $236 million contract on the basis that Census conducted discussions unfairly with CDWG and evaluated AT&T's technical approach unreasonably. GAO upheld the complaint yesterday. GAO recommends Census reopen the competition and the discussions with all the bidders. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.